Hello and welcome to Beyond the Wicket, a podcast where we explore the fascinating history and folklore of this beautiful game called cricket. In each episode, I will take you on a journey through the history of India told through the lens of cricket. Indian Premier League or the IPL, the Great Indian Cricket Carnival, whatever you might want to call it. It's the biggest T20 league in the world. The best players from different parts of the world, different parts of the country playing in the same team. It's a fascinating concept. For a lot of people it was something new, something revolutionary. But not for Bombay or present day Mumbai. It felt all too familiar. It has seen it all before. The city of Bombay was just as crazy about cricket a century ago as it is now. During the month of November, bamboo scaffolding would start to go up on the Bombay Gymkhana Maidan, signaling the start of the quadrangular. There was nothing more beloved in colonial Bombay than the Bombay Quadrangular. This tournament owes its existence to the rivalry between the Parsis and the Europeans of the Bombay Gymkhana. For a long time, both teams competed annually in the Bombay Presidency Cup. While the Europeans and Parsis regularly played against each other, the Hindu Gymkhana had been steadily building up a quality team. In 1906, it was a landmark moment in the Bombay Presidency Cup as Hindus participated in the tournament for the first time. The Hindus challenged the Parsis to a match, but they declined due to some communal differences between the clubs. It was then the Bombay Gymkhana who stepped in and accepted the challenge which led to the first ever European versus Hindus match taking place. Among the Hindus was Palwankar Balu, who we talked about in the previous episodes. He was regarded as India's first great spin bowler and perhaps the first person from a lower caste to make a significant impact on an Indian sporting event. The Hindu side ended up recording a stunning 110 run victory over the Europeans. A 110 run margin in those days was absolutely massive. The Hindus announced their arrival at the big stage in a spectacular fashion. This turned the bilateral rivalry into a triangular tournament. Next year, the first edition of the Bombay Triangular was held, which was won by the Europeans. The triangular tournament ran from 1907 to 1911. While the Hindus made it to two finals, the Europeans won the tournament twice and the Parsis won it thrice. In 1912, the Muslims of the Muhammadan Gymkhana were invited to take part in the now famous Bombay tournament, making it a quadrangular. The introduction of the Muslims added a zing to the tournament. In those days, Hindus versus Muslims contests were some of the most intensely fought matches. The 1917 tournament marked the use of neutral umpires for the first time ever. Up to this season, the matches were always officiated by a British umpire. appointed by the Bombay Gymkhana but from then on the umpires for the matches were supplied by the non-competing teams this was one of the first uses of neutral umpires in world cricket by 1920s the gymkhanas began recruiting players from different parts of the country and as a result it rendered the bombay quadrangular the stature of the biggest and the most influential cricket tournament in india other local competitions also derived inspiration from this which led to the development of cricket throughout the indian subcontinent there were other similar tournaments held around the country like the sindh quadrangular central provinces quadrangular played annually in nagpur 
Lahore had a triangular with Hindus, Muslims and Sikhs, but the Bombay Quadrangular remained the gold standard of cricket tournaments in India. It unearthed many hidden gems that would go on to attain legendary status in Indian cricket. With the likes of Vijay Merchant, Syed Mustakali and Vinu Mankar to name a few. None more legendary than India's first ever test captain, CK Naidu, who also came out of this tournament. He made his presence felt in the 1923 Bombay Quadrangular final, played between the Hindus and the Europeans. Batting first, the Europeans posted a mammoth total of 481. The Hindus' reply was built around a composed and assured hundred by Captain Palwankar Vittal, brother of Palwankar Balu. With D.B. Deodhar and C.K. Naidu also scoring half-centuries to get them to an impressive total of 475, trailing by just six runs. Three full days of cricket has passed, watched by an enormous crowd. The stadium was running out of room with every inch of space occupied. Every pavilion was full with hundreds watching the game from housetops while some even perched on trees. During the partnership between Vittal and CK Naidu, a reporter wrote that the sound of the applause felt similar to the sound of sea waves dashing to the shore. At the conclusion of the Hindu first innings, only one day's play remained. The European captain Trevors suggested that since a result was impossible, they might as well call it a draw. But Vittal insisted that since 20,000 fans had come to watch the match, the least we could do is play it out. The Europeans went in again and the spinner SM Joshi ran through the entire batting order taking 7 for 39 as the Europeans crumbled to 153 all out. After Joshi's magnificent spell of bowling, the Hindus required 162 runs to win, while only two hours of play remained. Now Vittal played another tactical masterstroke. He did something we see happen quite often these days but wasn't so common during those times. Instead of Janadhan Navle, a careful and orthodox player, he sent the big-hitting CK Naidu to open the innings. Naidu smashed the ball all over the park. Mind you, the boundaries during those days used to be way bigger than they are right now. One six landed on the Bombay Gymkhana Pavilion, while another outside the stadium landing on the adjacent street. CK Naidu was taking the game away from the Europeans. When Naidu got out, just 20 more runs were left to get. The captain promoted himself up the order and hit three slashing boundaries to give Hindus a famous victory against the Europeans. Although the quadrangular put an end to discrimination on racial or caste lines, the issues of religious discrimination cropped up in 1920s. A number of promising Indian Catholic cricketers were unable to find a place in any team. One such incident happened when the Hindu Gymkhana withdrew their invitation to P.A. Kanikam after discovering that he was a Christian. The Europeans were asked to consider him for their team, but they did not want any native Indians in their team. With the Europeans not accepting Indians and the Hindus not accepting Christians, Kanikam had no way of playing in the tournament. The Europeans of the Bombay Gymkhana were asked to reconstitute themselves as a Christian eleven, and that way they would still maintain the quadrangular format, but the Bombay Gymkhana remained adamant. 
Although they had selected Australians in the past, they would not even consider the famous Caribbean cricketer Larry Constantine, let alone Christians of Indian origin. This was clearly a question of status. If you're curious about what happens next, tune into the next episode to find out what happens to players like Gunnicum and how they found a place in the tournament, how the Bombay Quadrangular turned into the Bombay Pentangular, and why India's most influential leader Mahatma Gandhi opposed the tournament, and what happened after that. So that brings us to an end of this episode. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Wicket. I am Dipanjan Paul. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help and support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and leave us a rating. To catch all the latest from me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at IamDipanjan. And if you have any requests or questions about the podcast, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Beyond the Wicket and on Instagram at Beyond the Wicket Pod. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Wicket. I'll see you next time.